Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that are not yet done so, you know, please hit that subscribe button. I appreciate it. And uh, if you find the information that I provide beneficial, please hit that like button as well. Now, our topic for you today, it's seven business risks that every gym should plan for. Seven business risks that every gym owner should plan for. And one of the things we know, and we get into this a lot when we're helping, uh, helping folks uh, prepare and we do a collaborative business plan uh, for clients. And one of the things we talk about is, you know, what are the risks? How do we mitigate these risks? And the reality is if you don't have risk, there's no upside. So there, there's risk in everything. And as long as we can mitigate that risk, you know, the greater that upside can be for you. So we've got, we've got seven things for you to look at here uh, in terms of risk. What are they? And uh, what can we potentially do to mitigate some of these risks? So number one is you have the economic risk. I mean, you might have, uh, you know, high unemployment. You might have, uh, you know, economic recession. Uh, there could be any number of things like this. It could be in different pockets of where you're at. It could be, you know, more in the country you're at. It could be more of a global thing. But there's going to be certain economic risk that are going to be at stake here. Okay, and one of the things we want to do to, to help mitigate some of that is what I like to see. I mean, I'm a big proponent of selling a longer term commitment, 12 month commitments, 24 commitments. But when you do that, you know, there's certainly incentives built in there to make it beneficial for the customer. Not only are they making a commitment on their exercise program, but there's financial benefits you know, to that as well. And then there's a, an escape clause in there too if things don't go quite right. But you, you get that, uh, that longer term commitment, that can really help mitigate uh, some of this economic risk. And the other thing too, when it comes to that economic risk, you know, it just leads us back to kind of the same things that we talk about. The more value we provide, the more problems we solve, the more uh, solutions we provide, you know, the greater chance people are going to commit with us. But so that, that first thing we want to look at is the economic risk of the whole thing. Number two, it's the compliance risk. It's the risk of compliance. I mean, there's going to be laws and regulations and, uh, and OSHA. I mean, you might have where you're at, you know, maybe you can do uh, prepaid membership sales. Maybe you can't. Maybe you have to be bonded. Uh, maybe you can have an automatic rollover where you now at the end of a term, it rolls over month to month or rolls over to another 12 month. Maybe you can't. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, certain, you know, disability acts and, and how you have to do certain things. Um, so, you know, look at your compliance, you know, what are the, the regulatory, uh, situations where you're at, you know, in terms of compliance. And number three, it's uh, you know, security, uh, and, uh, and fraud risk. I mean, you have that risk of, uh, you know, a data breach, you have that risk of hacking, you have that at risk of identity theft. And I mean, one of the things that I would make sure that I talked about is, is any company, any third party company that you're dealing with, cause you're going to be associated with that. If any of that did happen is how are you going to handle that? I know, you know, we had a client at one time, you know, they had, uh, a, a, essentially a data breach, uh, in their facility. And uh, they caused some identity theft and, you know, a lot of things happened that weren't very good. And eventually it was taken care of. Eventually, uh, you know, it was found, you know, who did it and it was handled. But it did cause some rather unsettling moments and unsettling times. So understand kind of what your security looks like, uh, your, your, uh, your risk of fraud, hacking, things of that nature. 
Um, number four is uh, your financial risk. Okay, and of course, you know, the money you put into this, you know, what's our financial risk? And I tell you, the, the biggest thing that I would be mindful of here is uh, is your debt loads. You know, you get that debt load, you know, out of whack, you're going to be in trouble. And certainly, you know, coming out of the pandemic now, or at least we hope we're coming out of it right, but a lot of the clubs that, that closed, a lot of the clubs that had bankruptcy issues, and a lot of the clubs that had problems, you know, their biggest issue during this time was simply unmanageable debt. And so make sure we manage that debt properly, really be mindful of that. Um, I would talk about, you know, customer delinquencies. You know, are we monitoring, you know, first payment defaults and, you know, how are, how are our customers going delinquent? How are we approaching that? Because there's a real, real balance in that. The other thing I would talk about too, in terms of uh, financial risk is kind of over-reliance on one source of income. And in many facilities, at least the ones that I talk to, that over-reliance is on simply membership fees. And you want to have, to really be a healthy organization, you want to have three to four you know, additional profit centers that are all doing you know, 20% profit margin or better. So don't have that over-reliance on one. So you know, financial risk, and I think a lot of times that's one of the first ones that we think of, so, but make sure there's a real strategy that goes into that and a real strategy to, to really help mitigate that. You know, your, your next one is your, your rep, reputation risk, okay? You know, all it takes is, you know, one bad tweet, you know, one bad uh, piece of information out there to, you know, to cause you, you know, difficulty. And so what I want to suggest here is, you know, regularly monitor this, okay, on reputation. And one of the things that I would suggest, if you're not using it, you know, consider using a product called Google Alerts. Um, you can go to Google Alerts, google.com forward slash alerts. That's a free service and just make sure you're logged in, you know, to your Gmail account. And, and in Google Alerts, put the name of your company, put the name of your organization, put your name in there. And then you can determine how often you want to get alerts. Do you want to get them as they happen? you want to get them once a day, once a week, once a month? How do you want to get them? And if it's those kind of alerts, I would probably want to get them as they happen. Okay, so if there's a post on the internet with your name or your company's name, you're going to get that alert and you're going to see it. And if it's something that's, you know, derogatory, you can get it addressed because, you know, derogatory doesn't mean it's always right. Okay, many times it doesn't. I've, I've seen many situations where it's just, you know, folks that get angry and then they'll put stuff out there. And you can, a lot of times you can and will get this removed. Okay, so reputation, uh, uh, the reputation risk. One of the other things too, in terms of reputation kind of management, you know, consider joining your local Better Business Bureau. If this is, if you're having some issues with kind of managing reputation, um, being a member of the Better Business Bureau can be a great thing you can do to really help to mitigate that. Okay, um, number six is your, your operational risk, okay? Uh, your operational risk, and there's going to be a lot in here when it comes to operational risk. Is you know how you're running your business, right? You know, do you have you know a, a sales uh, process? Do you have a process on how you're going to answer the phone? Do you have a process on how you're going to sell personal training? You're going to have a process on on how you sell retail. You know, what's your 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 website process like? How's that going to generate revenue for you? So your your operational risk. This is a big one, and this is you know one of the reasons a lot of folks will call me a lot of times is because they really didn't plan for this operational risk. They just 
kind of thought, well, hey, here's how it's going to work. And you really do need not only a process, a proven process, but you have to be disciplined to that process. And then you monitor it every day and you manage, you know, based on your objectives. So look at your operational risk. And then number seven on our list is the, the risk of competition. Okay, this is always the risk, okay? Uh, people see what you're doing, you're having success, so they think they can do it better, and they're going to move in next door to you, so to speak, and now you have a new competitor in the marketplace, and it, it starts to, to slice up the pie a little bit. And what I would talk about in terms of, you know, the competition risk is, A, don't find yourself ever getting comfortable. You, you don't want to become complacent. You don't want, you know, what I would call, you know, success apathy, okay? We need to stay disciplined, to do in this. And the other thing with competition risk, I mean, we can eliminate, we can truly eliminate that word competition if we do a couple things. A, if we truly differentiate in our marketplace, what are we providing that nobody else is? What do we have that nobody else has? Okay, what are we doing? What makes us truly different? That's number one. And number two, when you're marketing, you know, you know, start marketing, you know, after a market that nobody else is going after. Okay, uh, you know, define that. You know, maybe it's that deconditioned audience. You know, maybe it's new moms, whatever it might be. But go after that market that no one else is going after. So if you're doing that, and you have true differentiation, you know, you can really address the issue of uh, of competition pretty well. But the big message here is you don't get comfortable. You know, you keep pushing pushing forward and you stay disciplined. And I, I would I would finish this up with saying this: accept the fact that there's going to be risk. It's part of it, okay? But plan for it. You know, write out a plan. And hopefully all of this is in your business plan. If it is not, you know, you want to get it in your business plan. And then you use that business plan to manage, okay? You manage by based on these objectives. And then if you're working this month to month, and this could be really, you know, if you're in sales, if you're, you know, management, ownership, whatever it might be, have that monthly plan of action. And, and what are the risks here? And in, in that plan of action, you know, I typically refer to them as roadblocks and setbacks, but what are the potential risks? What are the potential roadblocks and setbacks? And then what is that solution going to be? You know, think about this stuff in advance. Don't try to do it on the fly because we'll always be running late in a manner of speaking. Okay, so seven things you can do, you know, to kind of mitigate risk and, and even understand, hey, these are the risks that you face. So know what they are. Let's get a process in place to make sure that if and when they happen, you know, we're prepared. So folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today, and we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.